Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Uh, Michael Jackson. Jesse Pinkman. Gets better. Mozart. Mozart, yeah, okay, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yes. Bob Dylan. There you go. Those are my celebrity personality lookalikes. So my personality is a lot like their personality. And like I said, I am a ISFPT. What does that even mean? Um, basically, it means it, it means that I am energized by time alone. Um, I would rather focus on facts and details rather than big ideas. Uh, I make decisions based in feelings and values, and I am rather spontaneous, and I can be flexible. That's what, that's what that means. That's what those letters mean. So if you take a personality assessment, you'll probably get one of those, and it'll say, according to how you answer things, this is the kind of person that you are. These are your tendencies. These are how you kind of, you kind of lean toward these, these tendencies. And assessments are great. Um, they're, they're great tools to help you become aware of what your tendencies are. Uh, but uh, awareness is not an excuse to, say, to stay the same, okay? That's just where I want to start today, that just because you are aware of who you are, it is not an excuse to stay the same. And I w want to go into a series uh, called Just Don't Be Yourself, right? Uh, you, we've always heard that, just be yourself, right? Uh, anybody, have you ever been told that? You know, maybe you've told someone that. Just be yourself, you know. And, and I get it. I understand what we're trying to say. Just be yourself, you know. Uh, don't try to be someone else. Um, but what if the you you are trying to be is not the best you you can be? Right? What if the you you are trying to be is not the best side of you? Um, and I kind of want to talk about that because I, th I think uh, Jesus speaks to this. And uh, when we ask the question, what is the best side of me? Or, or maybe there are problems that I deal with, so what is the worst side of me? Uh, what if there are problems with certain parts of me? Do I really want that to be the me that I'm trying to be, right? It, no, obviously we don't, right? What if the side of me that is selfish? Well, nobody's saying just be you, just be that selfish side of you, right? What if the side of you is, is, what part of you is angry? We're not, we're not saying be the angry part of you. What if you have an addictive part of you? You know, what if you have a part of you that's obsessive, right? Anybody? You know, you're obsessive about things. What if you have a part of you that is just downright out lazy, that lazy part of you? We're not saying, hey, just go be the lazy you, you know? Maybe on a Sunday afternoon nap, yes, I bless that. But Monday morning when you're clocking in for work, it's probably not the best time to be the lazy you, right? Or maybe, maybe there's a side of you that, that can be wasteful at, at times. And, and so when we say, just be yourself, that can be difficult when you start looking at there are certain parts of yourself that aren't great parts of yourself, right? When you start looking at yourself, sometimes it's not always awesome. And I know there's a song that says, everything is awesome, but that's not you all the time, right? That's you some of the time, uh, but not all of the time are we always awesome. And, and there are parts of us that can be just downright out ugly. And, you know, uh, and I think Jesus speaks to this 
uh, when we go to Luke chapter 9. So Jesus um, weighs in on this with his followers in, in Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9 beginning in verse 18. And it says, And now it happened that he was praying alone, and the disciples who were with him were with him. Uh, and he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Others, uh, one of the prophets uh, of old has risen. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, the Christ of God. And he strictly charged them and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And in verse 23, this is, this is kind of where we get to the kicker. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. And I just want to stop right there. There are three things he told them. He's, he said that you have to um, deny yourself. You have to take up your cross daily and follow him. Now, that is difficult, right? If, if, if you start thinking about that, I, I want you to think about what Jesus was saying. Now, I, we kind of get it. We have 2,000 years of, of history to have processed this. But his disciples, when they're hearing this for the first time, uh, it's very abrasive. <laughs> I want you to think about this. He's basically telling them to take up an instrument of execution daily. How do you do that? So it's a metaphor, right? He's not actually, actually asking them to physically do that because you could really only do that what? once <laughs> right so if he was saying physically i want you to take up a cross you're only going to do that once so we're, we're talking metaphorically here he's saying listen there's a way of living and there's a way that you take up your cross and it, it's something about crucifying your flesh and it has to happen on a daily basis and he's called us to this lifestyle and so when he calls us to this lifestyle it, it looks a certain way, and, and it can be difficult, right? When you start looking at the worst parts of you and trying to change the worst parts of you, anybody have you struggled to do that? Yeah, all of us have. We've all struggled on trying to change the worst parts of us. And Jesus says this. He says this. He says, you have to deny yourself and take up this cross on a daily basis. You have to deny certain parts of yourself that, you know, just are not great, that are not ugly, that, that those are not the sides that we cheer on. That's not the parts, the selfish side of you. It's not saying, hey, just go be yourself. You know, somebody told me to be the selfish side of me, so, hey, that's, that's me. I'm just going to be a selfish person from here on out. That makes no sense, right? We understand that. We get that. And so when we start talking about things, about just being yourself, who are you, you know? And the song that we sang just a little while ago, you know, talking about Jesus, um, you know, accepting us for who we are, you know, and he calls us. But the thing about that is this, that's exactly right. Jesus accepts us for who we are, but he doesn't let us stay there, right? That's part of following him. That's part of denying yourself. That's part of walking this thing out on a daily basis. So when we look at coming to Jesus, and it's not just a static thing. 
And it's not just a thing where it said, well, I came and I, I prayed a prayer and I gave my heart to Jesus, and that's it. No, from that point on, there is movement, there is action, and it's not static. Either you're progressing or you're regressing, right? It, 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 no one stays in one place. Either you're, you're going forward or you're falling behind. And so we kind of have to evaluate. And sometimes these assessments actually are great tools to help us look at the places where we have tendencies to fall behind and, and help us look at those places where, you know, sometimes we can freak out and get stressed out. That, that whole part, the, those letters, on the end of it, it has a dash T. And I always wonder, I say, what's the dash T? What does that mean? It means I'm turbulent. You know, I, when you look at my personality, it's turbulent. And, and that means that sometimes I can get stressed out. And I can feel overwhelmed, all right? Last Saturday was that, that Saturday for me, you know? Some of you guys are laughing because you saw me on Saturday when we had more people show up than, than what we thought we were going to have. We, we had had 200 people last year at our Easter egg hunt. This year, we, I don't know how many people it was, but it was way more than 200 people because we had cars parked all the way in the backyard, Right? And uh, I was freaking out a little bit because, you know, we were trying to direct traffic and they could see it in my eyes. Tony Green was one of them. You know, he told me, he said, Pastor, you got to calm down, right? We're going to have to go get that AED and shock your heart, okay? Uh, so uh, I was. I was feeling that. I was feeling overwhelmed uh, last, last weekend. And, and, and it was at that moment where I realized, oh, my gosh, you know, what, what are we going to do? And um, so that's just part of that's part of my personality. But I, that can't I can't just say, hey, that's just me. You know, that's just who I am. And I'm just trying to be myself. Um, I have to look at those tendencies and I have to say, OK, so I'm going to identify these things. But I think um, my life in Christ, when I identify with my life in Christ, it should help me to process these things differently. Where if I'm feeling overwhelmed, you know what, yeah, I can identify that, but who do I go to when I'm overwhelmed? W what do I do when I'm overwhelmed? What, what are those things that I can, what are the steps that I can take when I'm feeling overwhelmed? So we can't just be aware of the worst of us. We have to move away from the worst parts of us. We can't just be aware of that and say, hey, this is just who I am. You know, this is what I, this is, this is where I'm at, Right. Because Christ calls us to deny ourselves and to take up a cross. And, it's a, and, and part of that is identifying some of these places in us that are not good, that are, that are places in us that are the worst parts of us. And it says, you can't live there. You can't stay there. That's not who I intend for you to be, right? We can't just be aware of the worst parts of us. We have to move away from the worst parts of us. We have natural tendencies, and we're naturally wired certain ways, um, but this is not an excuse, okay? Because uh, we all also have learned behavior. Anybody, you ever learned how to do, uh, do certain things, right? We all have. Our parents taught us, you know, you can't hit your brother. You can't hit your sister, right? You know, you, you, you're not supposed to at least. At least that's what your parents should have taught you. Uh, you know, those are, those are things you should have picked up. And that should have been learned behavior. You pick up on these things of how to deal with these parts of us. Um, Jesus uh, said this in, in Matthew eleven twenty nine. I love this. So Matthew eleven twenty nine, and, and it's just, he says, take my yoke upon you. And he says, and learn from me. But what Jesus is saying is this. It says, yeah, I, I see how you are, but I know how you can be. I see who you are right now, but I know who you can become. 
I know that because I created you. And I created you to be a learner. And so Jesus says this. He says, you can take this, and that, that a yoke is something that is heavy. And he's saying, yeah, it's not going to be easy. This, this life that we're called to is not a cakewalk. This life that we're called to is not just tiptoeing through the, the tulips, right? It's, 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 it's difficult. It's hard. And then Jesus says this. He says, take my yoke. Uh, a yoke is a heavy thing. But he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And so as we use Jesus as our model, as we begin to identify with the life of Christ, we can learn to live life a different way. We can learn to respond to life in, in different ways. So this, this idea of learning, it is the same word that we get the word disciple. This learn from me is learn to be a disciple. Learn to discipline yourself. And so this is, we can't just say, well, this is who I am. You just got to deal with it, right? No, no, it's, it's us to identify Okay, this, yep, this is who I am, but this is not who I'm supposed to stay. God's calling me. Jesus is calling me to learn from him and to look at him and to take that, that, um, that model that he presents to reflect that. So there's a temptation is to say, this is just who I am. But is this just who we are? Or is this who we are allowing ourselves to be? See, I think sometimes... We get in this thing where we allow ourselves. We just, we just kind of, okay, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I'm just going to allow myself to be this person. And, and that's not what we're called to do. Actually, the allowance that we're supposed to make, this is what the allowance that we're supposed to make. Colossians 3.12. This is what it says. Since God chose you to be holy people, he loves you. You must clothe yourself. So this is something. When you clothe yourself, it is something you're actively doing, right? None of you guys jumped out of bed this morning and just stuck your arms out and your clothes just magically jumped on you, right? Uh, I think they did that in the Jetsons. That, that was really cool, but that's not real life. That's a cartoon, all right? So, so we actually had to get up and physically put clothes on ourselves, step into it, be intentional about the act of combing our hair, brushing our teeth, making sure that we're presentable when we come in. Right? We have to do things. It's action. And so since God shows you to be holy people, he loves you, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, with kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Next verse. Make allowances. Okay? Make an allowance for each other's faults. Right? You know what we do? We make allowance for our faults. How many of you do that? I do. Well, that's just kind of, that's who I am. That's my personality, you know. So uh, I just, I, I kind of, you know, I'm making allowance for me. But that's not what Scripture tells me to do. He says, if you're going to make an allowance, make an allowance for other people. Give them grace. But what Scripture calls me to do, he says, what I allow in you, I must eliminate in me. Does that make sense? See, I, I, I can give you grace and say, you got to work on you. I can't work on you, right? Now, sometimes we want to work on somebody else. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah I know. We, we want to work on somebody, you know. I, man, I, I mean, they really, you, you really need to change, right? 
But I can't do that in you. You have to do that in you. You have to follow God's plan for your life. You have to actually step into the action and be intentional about what God wants for you. See, I, I can allow things because I can give you grace. And there are times that people have acted toward me in a way that was just the worst part of them. You know what? That's fine. Maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're trying to park 4,000 cars in, in a parking lot that only holds 30, right? Uh, you know, uh, and, and maybe, maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're freaking out a little bit. And, and I'm going to make that allowance for you because the Bible instructs me. It says make that allowance for each other. Make an allowance for each other's faults. But in me, I can't do that because when I make an allowance for myself, when I just say, well, that's just who I am. What I'm doing is I am giving a place to the devil. What I'm doing is giving a place to the enemy to take that and make it bigger. What Jesus calls me to is says, yeah, we're going to identify it. We're going to make this assessment, and this is who you are right now, but we're going to move away from that. Because you're going to move away from those worst parts of you, and you're going to move closer to me. And the closer that you move to Jesus, the more you look like Jesus, and the less like the worst parts of you do you look, right? And, and you're still who you are, but, but it's, it's that point of looking at Jesus saying, you're my model, you're, you're my guide, you're my point, you're my target. I am looking at you. And so what I allow in you, I have to eliminate in me. My identity is ultimately, ultimately found in Jesus. I'm going to ask somebody to come play. See, I think this is probably where our world is at right now. We are in an identity crisis. We're, uh, we've, we've got identity crisis from kids all the way up to old people. And we can look around our world and see this. And, and we're trying to find identity in everything that we look at. Identity here. We're trying. What we're called to find our identity in is Jesus. I'm called to find my, my ultimate identity is found in who Jesus is. This is what I want you to understand about this. What Jesus wants for me is better than what I want for me. You get that? What Jesus wants for me is so much better than what I want for me. See, I want to make allowances for the worst parts of me. So the worst parts of me can stay the worst parts of me. But Jesus knows that I can be more than that. Jesus calls us to be more than that. And he says, it's, you know what, it's not an easy road. It's not an easy walk. But it is the best walk. It has the best results. It calls us to the best version of ourself. Because God knows who we can be. Because he created us. He created us. And he, he's not wagging his finger at us and saying, oh, look how bad you are. He's like, I don't know how bad you are. I'm here to fix that. I'm here to take care of that. And I want you to walk this road with me. So this morning, is not here. I'm not here to put you on a guilt trip. I'm not here to make you look at yourself and look, look how bad I am. That's, that's not the goal of this morning. The goal of this morning is so that you can actually really stop looking at yourself and start looking at Jesus. Because the longer you just look at yourself and look how bad things are and just look at, and just look at yourself... Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. You're looking at the man in the mirror, and you're just, I just, I just hate what I see. I just hate what I see. I just hate what I see, and I want to be somebody else. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Because he gives us the ultimate picture of what completeness can be.
He gives us the ultimate picture of what He's calling us to be. And it may be difficult, but it is definitely worth it. I want you to stand with me this morning. They're going to lead us in a song here in just a minute. And, but I want to pray for you first. I want to pray for you first. And then I want us to sing this song. I know, I know me, and I know the worst parts of me. And maybe you haven't seen the worst parts of me. Hang out with me long enough, you'll, you'll see us. You know, come park cars with me. You know, you'll see some of that. Right? Um, but I know me. And I know I'm still on this journey. I know I'm still on this walk. And I'm not done yet. Neither are you. So wherever you're at right now, I want you just to kind of take a self-assessment. I want you to just bow your head. I just want you to kind of take, maybe you've never taken that personality test. Maybe you don't know what those letters mean. You know, maybe you don't know if you're assertive or turbulent. You don't know what that is, you know. But you do know some of those sides of you that you've battled. You do know those things in your mind that you've battled. You do know those things in your heart that you've wrestled with. You do know those sides of yourself that has been the ugly side of you. And this morning, I'm just going to ask you to take this step and take this walk with me where we say, God, today I choose Jesus. Today I choose to look like Him today. And you know what? You can make that choice today and tomorrow you may have to get up and make that choice again. Because remember what Jesus said. He says it's a daily choice. You have to bear this cross daily. And so it's not just a one-time thing. It's in the morning when you get up and it's like, man, I feel great. I feel awesome. You know what? The next day you may get up and feel horrible. And you say, today I make that choice. Today I make that decision one more time to forgive. Today I make that decision one more time to look different. Today I make that decision one more time to rest in Jesus. Today I make that decision one more time not to be overwhelmed by the struggles in life, but I'm going to put them in the hands of Jesus because I want to look like Him. So Father, we come to You and You know us so well. You know us better than we know ourselves. You don't have to take a personality test to figure out who we are. You don't need to see any of our assessments. Lord, you know our tendencies. You know these things that we are bent to, the times where we're tempted to be dishonest, the times where we're tempted to be um, just rude and arrogant and prideful. Lord, these things that come out, and they are the worst side of us. But Lord, you are the best. And you point us to you. Even in our worst moments, you point us to you because you know what to do with this. You know what to do with the worst side of us. You went to a cross and died on the cross for the worst side of us. And so this morning, Lord, we're just coming and we are bringing our stuff. We are bringing these things that just have plagued us and it's been like a weight that we've carried around. And Lord, today we are making a decision. Today we're making a choice to look to you and to allow you to do something in us. We acknowledge that we are people who are flawed and broken. But Lord, we accept your invitation to change. 
this morning we accept your invitation to follow you. This morning we do, we pick up that cross because we want to look like you and not the worst side of who we are. So we put it in your hands and we thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we sing this song together?